Welcome to Mystery of the Soul. I'm your co-host Aaron, and I'm joined by my friend Leo, a psychic medium and Reiki master. Our podcast explores the depth of the soul, the spiritual, and the supernatural. Hi, Leo. Hey, Aaron. How are you? I'm good. How about you tonight? I'm good. I'm excited about our recording today, mainly because I have all of the questions and you're going to have all the answers and you don't really know what's coming, right? You sort of know what we're doing. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what we're going to do today. I think this will be fun. Yeah. We're going to do an episode called like Ask a Psychic Medium Anything. And I've noticed over the years, predominantly through Abby, like, a lot of questions that she would get as a psychic medium that mm -hmm. that weren't related to like yep. a person's individual backstory, but just more like, what is it like being a psychic? Like and general stuff. Yeah. General stuff. Yeah. And so, and I've had a bunch of friends ask me those questions over the years too. So I consulted with my friends and have a healthy list of questions here for you about what it's like to be okay. a psychic medium. And I'm just going to okay. fire them over. How's that sound? Okay, we'll see. Fire away. Okay, so I know that some questions you'll be able to draw on from personal experience and others you might pause and ask your own guides about. So just for our listeners, if you hear Leo take a pause, I might have given him a question that requires him to consult with his spirit team. Does that seem fair? As so it goes, yeah. Okay. All right. First question, Leo. Have you ever seen a ghost? Uh, no, I have not. Okay. Next question. Can you tell if other people are psychic or otherwise gifted? Um, I can, I, I get like an intuitive hit when I'm around someone either with talking with them. So I've had experiences where let's say I'm either meeting someone, let's say in a crystal shop or maybe a new client that I'm working with, with doing Reiki. Um, yeah, I get like an intuitive hit and I think information from my guides that, you know, this person it's almost, I get a sense of feeling almost like their auric field connected to like the third eye and intuition being like open and mm -hmm. receptive. Um, and that's kind of like how it comes across to me. Okay, cool. What is the weirdest thing that's happened to you as a psychic medium? I know there's something coming. Hold on a second. So I'm going to take weird and use it as profound. Beautiful. Go for it. Okay. So I had a situation where I got connected with someone that created a Facebook group um, for moms who struggle with the loss of a child. And so I got connected with them this past year in 23 um, 
by means of this person put out a message on Facebook to her followers and friends that she was looking for mediums um, that she could sort of vet um, to bring on as like a resource to have available for her members who have lost children if they were interested in um, taking advantage and using the services of a medium to connect with their child. And so my sister-in-law saw it, thought of me, and she's like, are you interested in this? Because she's like, I thought of you. And I said, yeah, absolutely. So she connected us. I connected with that person. We did like a Zoom meeting and um, we connected and vibed really well. Um, and she was, she was very happy with, you know, my take on things and my approach. And so she felt comfortable as listing me as one of those mediums. And so I was telling a close friend of mine um, about the situation and about this person who was running this Facebook group. And she said, is this, she's like, is her name Judy? And I said, yeah, why? And she's like, that's my Ben. I'm like, what? She's like, that's my Benny. I said, what do you mean? And she started, started to tell me the story of when she was in high school, she lost a friend to suicide at oh, 18. Boy. And this person, Judy, is his mom. Oh, and wow. she was really good friends with her his mom and him and even to this day she has a picture of him from their prom like in a collage frame at her house mm -hmm. and so you know i've done a lot of work with her over the last few years with reiki meditation experiences different types of healing modalities and I knew at one point we may have talked about that she lost a friend to suicide, but we never really talked about it. It's not something that she was ever comfortable at that point to go there. Mm -hmm. And then this happened and she's like, yeah, this, that was my Benny. I'm like, oh my God. And so it's just like, you know, I do get, surprised every now and then um but because i've experienced a lot and seen a lot of different things it does take a lot to surprise me um but like in that moment when she said that like i was on the phone with her i was sitting in this chair in my office and when she said and described like who this person was her benny like i was speechless mm -hmm. and it was just crazy how the universe and probably Ben connected us. That is profound and not a coincidence. And no, not the first not time you've been like connected like that. Like that's how you, me and Abby know each other is a similar connection just like that. Somewhat profound. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, next question. Um, Hold on one second. I, I'm so sorry. One, one second. 
I just want to put out there, since we were talking about it, the name of her organization that was inspired from him, that his mom created, it's called benspeaks.org. Would you like us so to put that they're in the show non notes too? I would, yeah. It's a nonprofit and they work on different workshops with schools and other programs for suicide prevention. I love it. We can show notes it is. That's great. Thank you for sharing. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Next question. Two-part question. Yep. What is okay. the hardest or most difficult part about being a psychic medium? And what is the best and most beautiful part about being a psychic medium? I think I'm going to start with the most beautiful part and the best part about it is actually being able to deliver healing messages to people and just be around them in those moments when they hear these messages and they get the validation and realize, oh my God, like my person, their soul is really here with me and around me. And they get these messages, they kind of sort of fill the voids in their heart and give them some reassurance that even though physically they're not here, in spirit, they're still around. I love that. Um, let's see, the most difficult part is what you said, right? Mm-hmm, yep. So I would say the most difficult or challenging part is being highly sensitive and being open to like the spirit realm. We're kind of exposed to like good stuff and also not so great stuff. And you know, there's moments that I've been through and you do go through um, things that because we're open as a medium or other people that are highly sensitive and have those capabilities, we're kind of like a beacon for the other side and everything can see us. So all the good vibrations, but also the lower vibrations. And so there has been like scary times that, you know, I have felt presences or lower vibration energies around that, you know, kind of shake you a little bit. And I've had experiences where I've had to call in Archangel Michael and call in other resources and sort of reinforce my boundaries and protection. And actually, like we talked about it, I think on the last episode of even taking those boundaries and protection and pushing those outward against all that stuff coming down. Mm -hmm. So I would say that's like the challenging part that happens, you know, every now and then. Um, but for the most part, keeping up with good boundaries um, and being consistent with it, for the most part, keeps that stuff at bay. And then the other thing that helps is balancing having that higher vibration when you're connecting, but also remembering that it's just as important to stay grounded as well that kind of keeps things in balance. Makes total sense. I think, um, I think if Abby can answer this question, 
um, she would say, well, certainly the whole reason she wanted to start this podcast was that opportunity for healing, right? That, that you right. could connect mm -hmm. people um, and help them see that like our souls continue on even when we're not here on earth and that connection is beautiful. And then I think she would say the difficult part is certainly that energetic protection and maintenance and sort of how sensitive you become to other things. And I'll give you an example of a story she told me. She was at um, the Atlanta Aquarium. <clears throat> this is a year or two, a couple years ago now. And admittedly, she didn't have her bubble up the way she should have. And she was in the ladies room mm -hmm. washing her hands. And a woman came up to wash her hands next to her. And Abby could instantly see that this woman's son had died a very violent death. Um, due to gun mm -hmm. violence. And it was a very powerful, and Abby was, as you know, clairvoyant and clairsentient, so she could see it and like feel a lot of it too. Mm -hmm. And she just hustled mm -hmm. out of that bathroom because it carried with it so much heavy emotion. So um, that's why you have to do so much work for energy protection, which is what we talked about in our last episode. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next question. You ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. If you're doing a reading for someone and the loved one that they want to connect with doesn't come through, why is that? Mm -hmm. I explain that a lot of times someone may come to a reading and there's a couple different scenarios why maybe they might not show up. One of the reasons is even though maybe we want them to come through, it's maybe the timing isn't right of when they actually need it. So I usually explain sometimes that's maybe why, um, but usually they'll come through when it's necessary and not necessarily come through in a mediumship experience, but they'll come through with, with signs around their loved ones to reassure them that they're around in those moments when they're actually really needed. Um, the other thing that are reasons why someone might not come through is our souls are evolving on the other side and they may be working on their soul's evolution as well. Um, and then sometimes, you know, when you're doing a reading with someone, they may have an intention of connecting with somebody, but they may have multiple different um, loved ones or connections in spirit. And so there might be like a few different ones around while we're trying to connect. And some of the other ones might be actually a little bit louder in getting my attention. And the other ones that maybe are stepped back a little bit and a little quieter is not as easy to pick up. And so the, I don't know if that answers your question. Yep. That's great. You ready for the next question? So it's, yep. it's a really serious one. Do dead mm -hmm. people follow us into the bathroom? I don't think they want to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain please. something. So, so a lot of times, many times you hear about 
people having really strong con strong connections with loved ones in spirit le when let's say they're in the shower because water is a really great conductor for energy and so these connections that we might have with loved ones it's not on the level that we might think of as a connection if they're physically here with their eyes looking at us face to face right mm -hmm. it's more of an energetic connection a feeling a sense a knowingness that they're around so it's not really that they're yes they can see what's going on around but do they care about us showering or going the bathroom no mm -hmm. yeah abby used to say for the longest time that they left her alone and then one time she was using the ladies room and florence our grandmother came through and just started chatting her up like you would over mm -hmm. a cup of coffee and abby was like right um i'm gonna need a minute and <laughs> you know like I'm still in the human body and I'm going to need a minute before we pick this conversation back up. Um, okay. So you've probably had at this point hundreds of readings that you've done, right? And you're a Reiki master. You work with people through Reiki. What is the most common thing you hear come through from the other side for people to hear? Do you mean like what's the common thing that their loved ones want to tell their ones here? Sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so as far as that goes, a lot of times our loved ones in spirit just want to reassure us that they're no longer in pain and they're no longer suffering. And, you know, a lot of times people, depending on how the person died, um, if it was tragic, if it was a painful situation, what I've been told from spirit is when that moment happens of transition at physical death, it's almost like their soul in like a split second is yanked out and they're no longer in whatever suffering or pain that they were experiencing. Got it. That's so helpful. And what was your other question? Well, that, that was it simply like, what was like the, what's the most common thing you've heard the other side want to tell their loved ones here? Like the number one thing mm -hmm. that's come through over and over again. So that was it. Uh, can anyone be psychic? Uh, I believe everyone has the potential, but I think it depends on whether or not someone has a decision to learn more about it and like work on it. It's kind of like if someone decides they want to try out learning an instrument, people can make an attempt and if they make a diligent effort, they mm -hmm. can learn. Mm. Got it. Makes sense. Next question. Can you do a reading for someone if they don't believe? Yes. How does that work? Same way? They don't have, they don't have to believe. Um, 
a lot of times, many times, whether it's like one-on-one -on -one sessions or group sessions, there are skeptics and non-believers, you know, and so you, there's a difference between like a non-believer who is cynical and maybe someone that it doesn't matter if the sky is blue, they're going to tell you it's another color, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or someone is really skeptical, but they want to believe they want something, they want some sort of evidence for you to prove to them. And so that's yeah. how evidential mediumship works is in connecting with spirit, spirit will bring through information to validate who they are, something about their personality, their history, their connection with the loved ones here. Um, and a lot of skeptics do turn into believers, but it's not necessarily that they didn't believe, but they just didn't have any proof. Mm. Interesting. Love it. Okay. That's all the questions that I had for you. You can take a deep breath. How do you feel? Okay. I feel you good. You feel okay? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So for our listeners, um, you're welcome to send in questions. So we'll do a bunch of mini episodes called like ask a psychic anything. If you have a question for Leo about what it's like to be a psychic medium, you can just email us at mystery of the soul podcast at gmail.com. Where you could find us on Instagram, any of the other channels that exist out there, but you're welcome to submit your question for Leo. All right, Leo, you did a great job. Congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so do you want to do something about our segment about Feed the Soul tonight? Yeah, I think I'm in charge of Feed the Soul. So I am going to pull an Oracle card from my one and only and subsequently favorite Oracle deck. It's from Kyle Gray. It's called Angels okay. and Ancestors. We've talked about Kyle Gray mm -hmm. before. In our last episode, we talked about oh, yeah. a video he mm -hmm. did on, on energy. So yes. um, he's an angel expert based out of the UK. Really great. And this is his Oracle deck. So I'm going to pull a card for the collective and see what it has to say. You ready? Great. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ah. This one is called Shapeshifter, Transform and Unveil Your Gifts. And it looks like it has a wolf on it and <laughs> a hawk, perhaps. Can you see it? Okay. Okay. I can sort of, yep. All right. And as usual, we'll post it to Instagram, but I'm going to... <laughs> Give you a reading. Hold, please, while I pull up the mm -hmm. story. Okay, this is the write-up for Shapeshifter. Transform and okay. unveil your gifts. <clears throat> Take your time and focus on developing your gifts and strengths. In shamanic traditions, a shapeshifter is either an animal that has the capacity to change between species or a shaman who has the capacity to transform into an animal to go journeying. If there is a wild animal you are particularly drawn to or fascinated by, it's probably because you can transform into 
into one in your meditation or journeying practice to go exploring in the other worlds. When you shift into animal form, you can see the world through different eyes and tap into the animal's survival skills to help yourself through a particular situation. You may have been through many challenges and lows, but now you are in a space of transformation. You are moving beyond your past challenges and honing your current strengths. There are opportunities for you to discover and rediscover the gifts and talents that you were born with and born to share. All of your past experiences have only helped you see how strong you really are. You are an amazing soul who can change and transform in ways that people least expect. You have many talents that you will share in your lifetime. You are guided to stay focused on the light, knowing that it will guide you forward. When this card arrives, there's also an opportunity for you to tap into the power of your spirit animal. Note if you're seeing a particular animal regularly because its, it's medicine is coming to you. Great card. That is a great card. Transform I think it's reassuring for making people aware that if they're on the right path to kind of see the signs that they are. Yes. Yes, without a doubt. I, it's interesting um, because it also reaffirmed to like trust in yourself a little bit to keep going forward. Mm -hmm. but, but, you know, and we talked mm -hmm. about one of the questions I asked you was, can anyone be a psychic? Um, Mm -hmm. And I think this kind of leans into it a little bit where we can all tap into our own intuition and have a little bit more trust and faith in what we're hearing and seeing mm -hmm. and feeling. So that's it. You Absolutely. got anything else? Anything else for the people, Leo? Um, at the moment, no. I would just love to maybe get some more listener questions and so maybe hopefully we can kind of expand this series of maybe some listener questions um that they have and and maybe just you know put more information out there yeah i think it'd be a lot of fun it's fun for me to put you in the hot seat so <laughs> our listeners can help us do that <laughs> all right leo okay. i hope you have a great night i'll catch you later all right bye Bye. Thank you for listening to Mystery of the Soul. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you have a question, topic suggestion, or just want to say hi, we'd love to hear from you. You can visit our website at mysteryofthesoul.com, reach us on Instagram, or email us at mysteryofthesoulpodcast at gmail.com. If you're interested in booking a session with Leo, you can contact us at Mystery of the Soul or visit Leo's website directly at leomediummccarthy.net.